Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's your favorite Anime Summit podcast host, Sam, the Turkey Mom, as I said in the last or our latest podcast episode. I called myself Sam the Turkey Mom. I don't know why I combined Sam the Mom and Sam the Turkey Tom together. For those of you who don't know what a Turkey Tom is, the well, I don't, I don't know where the name originated from, but there's a sandwich at this restaurant called Jimmy John's called the Turkey Tom. I don't know why I felt the need to explain that. But anyway, fuck Jimmy John's. They suck. Anyway, here we go. Um, I got like a lot of... <laughs> I got like a lot of random ass news just all over the place. You know, I the last couple newscasts, I've given a lot of hype stuff on upcoming anime. So pretty much like we just did our winter season, right? We just did a winter season review. And now spring has started. A lot of the hype stuff I was talking about was in this upcoming spring season some in the next, you know, the coming up summer season. So I'm probably not going to give uh, anime hype stuff for a while. The only hype stuff I have right now on the docket is some video game stuff and some other cool stuff here and there. Let's get into it, shall we? Uh, first and foremost, though, I do want to say that I want to dedicate this cast to uh, Nipsey Hussle, who's uh, a rapper and an activist who was uh, murdered recently. Um, anyway, this one's for you, homie. We're going to keep your legacy going and... Uh, uh, rest in paradise. All right. So Nipsey Hustle, shout out, shout out. Here we go. So for this first piece of news is like not really anime news, but it's like it's interesting. On May first, the new Japanese era will start, and it's called the Reiwa era. I don't remember the new, the new uh, minister's name, prime minister's name, but um, it's 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 going to be the start of a new era in Japan when he takes office on May first. I do not know what that means. <laughs> I know that Reiwa means, like, commander in peace or something like that, if you break it down. So that's kind of exciting, right? I don't know much about Japanese politics. I don't know what that means for Japan or what that's going to do, what he's going to do. So anyway, I got a bunch of stuff here, and we're just going to... We're going to go down. We'll take a little break in the middle, and then uh, here we go. So this piece of news is, like... I <laughs> it was brought to my attention right when I uploaded the newscast last weekend on Friday night. I like uploaded it and then I went to the Discord and shout out to Sean Wilson. That's their Discord name, Sean Wilson. Shout out to Sean. Uh, they posted the this article right when I uploaded it and I I added them on Discord and I was like, damn it! I just uploaded the new newscast and they're like, it's okay, talk about it next time. Um, for those you know, a new Soccer Wars game for the PlayStation Four later this year, 2019. Let's go. I love Soccer Wars. I am I've never played there was one on Wii that I played. Um, which I didn't I almost like that game was kinda weird because you kind of had to have played some of the other ones to like because they were like talking about a bunch of stuff from previous games with other characters that I didn't understand. I've only read the original not the original manga, but the the newer one. I read that one and that came out like in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. And then I've seen the TV series and the OVA. I've never seen any of the movies, like where they go to New York and Paris and stuff. I don't know much about any of the newer characters, like in the later games that came out, like on PS3 and Wii and all that. Um, even there's a couple on PS2 where they have all these, all these new characters that I just don't know. The only one I know is the the Sakura era, where it has Sakura Shinguji and uh, Kanakurishima and all of them. But... This new game features, I think, a, a slew of new characters. It's 50, It takes place 15 years, or, or no, almost 15 years since we've had a new Soccer Wars game is what it says. But it takes. it's called Shin Soccer Wars, 
and it's supposed to take place like way later after the original but yeah it actually the trailer even had the original a newer version of the original theme song which was dope anyway here we go uh third pokemon go fest event returns to chicago in june so if you're in the midwest area or you're in chicago or just in illinois or just in the midwest area like i said uh you should see if you can go to this i've not i've you know i've i didn't get into the pokemon go hype i wasn't really about it um i was excited at first when they announced it and then when the game came out i was like this is lame but i mean people still enjoy it people still like it it's addicting to do the things you do in that game so um but the event will incorporate more than 300 acres of walking space, and you can join other players uh, in the park and around the world to participate in challenges, unlock rewards. There's a special research exclusive to the event. will offer separate awards, and you can get a, a ticket. Tickets will go on sale in a new app system, in-app system this month. Uh, that's going to be in July. There was events, uh, monthly community day events for the game, which will be held on May 19th, June 8th, July 21st, and August 3rd. So uh, get hyped for those, too, okay? Um, speaking of Pokemon, too, also Detective Pikachu's new... There was, like, a corresponding trading card game set that came out with Detective Pikachu, and I think the artwork for the cards is, like, screenshots from the movie, which, like, that could be awkward as fuck, right? Especially if you were a Pokemon card collector like I was. Um, I've seen the pictures of some of them, and they look kind of weird. But, um, you know, just, like, imagining seeing the like the furry Pikachu on a card, knowing that it's voiced by Ryan Reynolds. When we've seen Pikachu on many cards before this where he was super cute and I don't know. It seems awkward. I saw some of the scans and it looked awkward a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh <laughs> but uh that's out, so if you want to get that you can probably get it at like probably Walmart or Target or your regular super department store, whatever. Um you can probably order it on Amazon, obviously too. Um this next piece of news is kind of scary, dude. Gonzo, Studio Gonzo, uh, reports 597 million yen loss as of December. As of December 2018 on Monday. The company reported sales of 1.527 billion yen, which is uh, $13.70 million in U.S., and a total loss of 597 million yen. About 5.5, 5.35 million u.s dollars that's 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 crazy that's that's super scary um i don't know what that means you know hopefully they can come up they can you know uh come back from it but they've done you know they did the opening animation for the big o they've done ajin they've done background art for ajin they did aokana they did another um Brave Story. They did all the Burst Angels, Casher and Sins. Uh, they did an OVA for Card Captor Clear Arc, Chrono Crusade, Corpse Princess. Um, they did in, they did a lot of in betweening for Detroit Metal City and Digimon Adventures Try. They they've got a lot of stuff here on their resume. So they're a pretty big studio. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what that means. It's probably gonna be fine. Maybe I'm making it sound scarier than it actually is, but maybe. You know, I thought that was interesting. That was like one of the big articles I came across, and I was like, "Whoa!" Um, also, just a heads up, I, <laughs> I I need to talk about this just because I've talked about streaming services on recent newscasts, like having opinions on them. Uh, then just like, and I, I said this before on a recent newscast, I'm just gonna say it again. May first, your Netflix subscription price is gonna go up to twelve ninety nine. Just letting you know that right now. This it, it's fucking annoying. 
fucking sucks. I'm probably going to cancel it soon. I barely use it lately. So, um, but yeah, just a heads up for you people to be fair, Crunchyroll and Hulu together have so much anime, so much anime. Um, the first trailer for Dragon Quest, your story, the CG anime film dropped, uh, just a couple days ago. I talked about that on a couple newscasts ago. It looks dope. It looks super cool. I mean, say what you want about CG anime. Um, but this actually looks like not your typical CG anime that you've been seeing lately, like in in like TV show format. It looks like it looks like in game animation, like when you're playing, you know, Kingdom Hearts and it goes into a cinematic mode. It looks like that. Like it looks super dope. I th- that could be cool. Persona Five teased a project. They didn't say what it was. People are hoping that it is for a switch port of persona five a lot of people have switches that don't have ps4 so um but nobody knows all i know is that they put a little teaser thing that says information april 25th thursday uh and it says one more next to it so for those of you who are into persona 5 they are talking about a new persona 5 project called labeled p5s which what i think it's going to be is i think it's going to be like persona 3 if you've ever played Persona 3, they came out with another version after that on PS2 where it was Persona 3 plus like an extra, like a whole extra chapter called Persona 3 FES. So if you hadn't bought the original, you could buy that version instead. So you play the original game and then you play like another four hours of four or five hours of game on this new chapter called FES. I, I bet you it's going to be something like that. Persona 5 is really popular. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it was, where it was a new release, where it was Persona 5 and another extra chapter of Persona 5 goodness. And maybe it's going to come with a Switch port, hopefully, maybe. I hope so. Anyway, um, for you Persona 5 fans out there, uh, Ed Sheeran's Supermarket Flowers song gets a music video animated by manga creator Yoriko Hoshi. I didn't watch the music video yet. I just saw it and was like, whoa, that looks pretty cool. Warner Music Japan put Hoshi in contact with Sheeran last May to begin planning the video, and she finished the video over the course of 10 months, and Hoshi traveled to London and then Ireland, including the island of Inishmore, to gather material and inspiration for the animation. I, I You know, I, I'm not a big fan of Ed Sheeran. I think he's, I think he's kind of a little bitch. <laughs> like, I just fucking hate his music so much. Uh, he's, a really, he's really talented, though. And, you know, if you just are a fan of animated music videos especially ones that are by manga artists it, you know that could be really cool uh she's it's it's reported that she drew about 600 frames uh by herself but uh the the one that i i'm trying to find other manga that she was listed in the only one i see is uh kiono nakamura san which is about nakamura san which is about some cat it's about a cat face so I, I have no idea um but if you like that kind of stuff you know i love music videos a lot of people think music videos are pointless. I don't think that. I love music videos. I think they strengthen the song, and it's just another form of entertainment. It's just fucking cool. Um, anyway, Steins Gate Game Anime Franchise prepares for 10th anniversary. Steins Gate is one of the three in the visual novel series, The Science Trilogy, and it's probably arguably the most popular. I think there's Steins Gate Chaos had in Robotics Notes. Steins Gate is definitely the most popular. Um it, they announced that it's going to be its 10th anniversary since the original Steins Gate uh, came out. Um, they haven't announced what that project is, but 
um, the site, the website currently has like 10 like mystery spots for project announcements. So it's probably going to be a whole bunch of hubbub. Um, yeah. So that is uh, pretty dope. Um, Square Enix's new third development, Division Works, on large-scale HD title. Uh, this is they they are the Final Fantasy XIV, a Realm Reborn producer and director. Naoki Yoshida is the head of the new division, which is called uh, based on the former Business Division Five. This new division is working on a new project, and they say it's going to be a large-scale HD title. I don't know what that means. All I know is that it's Square Enix, and that's got to be some kind of hype, right? To They're going to make some kind of new... The last time they made a new franchise um, that was successful, I think, was Bravely Default, and they made two Bravely Default games uh, for the 3DS. They're saying this is going to be a new thing, large-scale, HD. It's going to be dope. And we're going to take a quick break. Okay, I got a couple more hype things, and then I got more news, okay? And then I got I got two big pieces at the end, okay? So here we go. Uh, Sega reveals first 10 games for its Sega Mini console's U.S. version. So, yeah, there's going to be a Sega Mini. A lot of people say that a Sega Mini came out already, but that wasn't it. That was some third-party gross piece of crap with lag and bullcrap. This is an actual one made by Sega. Um... The first 10 games of the 40 games included are going to be Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Toe Jam and Earl, Comic Zone, Sonic the Hedgehog, Altered Beast, and Gunstar Heroes. Uh, legit, all of, like, the greatest... Like, th- those games are all good. They're all fucking good. Um, uh, they also revealed the, f- the first 10 titles that'll be on the Japanese version... Um, Sonic 2, Puyo Puyo 2, uh, Shining Force, The Legacy of Great Intention, Vampire Killer, which is Castlevania Bloodlines, Wrestle Ball, Gunstar Heroes, Comic Zone, Run to Hero, Space Hero 2, and Mato Monogatari 1. Mato Monogatari 1 is like an anime game. I think it's like the same artist as the people who did uh, Slayers. But um, yeah, that, it's going to be different games. I'm, I'm pretty sure people are going to order both versions just like they did with... Uh, the other mini consoles that have come out recently, but that's super dope. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl, especially if you haven't played Toe Jam and Earl, this is your chance to play it. You got to play Toe Jam and Earl. It's my favorite Sega game. Ah, eh, one of my second favorite. First favorite is probably still Streets of Rage. But anyway, um, another speaking of another collection, game collection. So Samurai Showdown Neo Geo collection revealed for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and the PC. Um, it's going to include um, all the titles uh, from one to five. I believe. Um, uh, so to probably to get hype for the new one. Um, but yeah, so if you haven't, I, I mean, I've played all these, I have a Neo Geo emulator that I use. So, but I mean, for, for, if you want to support, you know, which I probably do, I'll probably still buy it for steam. I'm going to definitely do that just so, cause it's probably going to come with an online function and then I can whoop y'all's asses online. Uh, speaking of video games, kill kill. If revealed a new product info trailer, Using the English dub voice actors. Fucking dope. Fucking dope. It, the, the game looks super cool. Um, it, it, It's like a 3D arena battler. It looks fucking dope. Kind of third person. Um, I can't wait. I'm going to get it for PS4. Uh, it's going to come to Japan July 25th and North America on July 26th. Um, 
and then the developers will also ship the game in Europe on July 26th also. So you, the Europe and UK will probably get a little bit after that. Um, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to buy this game. It's going to be hype. Um, even if you don't have a PS4, you probably should get a copy anyway. Because like, these games are kind of rare. Anime games, like video, anime video games, maybe not so much now as, as much as before. But they're, they're rare, dude. Like, man, they're fucking rare. Like, they're hard to find you know, after a certain amount of time. The Dragon Ball Z 30th Anniversary Legendary Box Set. This thing is the thing I talked about like three newscasts ago where they were trying to get enough pre-orders to make it. Um, Then they said if they got 3,000 pre-orders, they would, they would do it. They would, they would, they would make it. Um, it's, it's, if you go to Funimation.com slash DBZ 30th, 30TH, um, you can go pre-order it for $349.99. Uh, then there's probably shipping, I'm sure. But this thing is fucking wackadoodle. There's so much stuff. There's, um, the entire Dragon Ball Z series in the original 4-3 aspect ratio remastered on Blu-ray. An exclusive 11-inch 30th anniversary Grandista Goku collectible figure from Ban, Ban Presto. Um, not available anywhere else. Full-sized hardback art book. Which, there's not many art books, official ones, that were made for Dragon Ball Z. So, actually, I don't think there's any. Um, it's all housed in a stunning collectible box featuring Shenron and a striking foil design. It's this big black box and it's got like a foil like silver leafed design on it um funimation reservations include an individually stamped and numbered certificate of authenticity um so right now it's sitting at as i'm looking at it right now as i'm recording this last updated today uh about 10 minutes ago because there's a little clock under it there's 1317 pre-orders out of 3000 so if you pre-ordered it and you don't, it doesn't make it to 3,000. I don't think they're gonna, they're, they're not gonna do it because they said that, you know. And remember, we were asking questions like, oh, why would they do it this way? Why would they do it this way? There's a uh, frequently asked question section that says, why hold a reservation campaign? Due to the high costs associated with this set, we need to guarantee a minimum number to print. We think a DBZ 30th anniversary set is an awesome idea, but we need to measure the interest. Why 3,000 units? This is the minimum build order for sets. From our printers this minimum makes sure make sure that we can sell the product to you at an affordable price but wait didn't you say 2500 did i say that a couple newscasts ago maybe i said 2500 sorry we let goku do the math and well mistakes were made why are you hosting this here instead of on a platform like kickstarter the short answer we aren't looking to crowdfund this set we feel that kickstarter and similar crowdfunding platforms are typically asking fans to fund the creation of new content not something like a collector's edition, which may be cool, but isn't quite the same as new content. We love and support and back lots of projects for new anime, new dubs, or new forays in the North American market, though. If this set doesn't hit 3,000 units, will it never be created? We're holding ourselves to the commitment that your pledge actually means something and is more than a gesture. So if we don't hit the minimum, we will not create the set. What is the deadline to reserve a set? To reserve a set, you must provide a credit debit card number by Sunday, May 5th, 2019, so a month from now, guys, okay, by midnight 
or by 11.59 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time and successfully place an order. Additionally, we are limited to a total creation of 6,000 sets due to manufacturing limits. Once we hit that max, we will be unable to produce any more. So, <laughs> dude, I so want to, to do that, but I just cannot. <laughs> you know, there's so many Dragon Ball Z collector sets out there. You know, Dragon Ball Kai has one. There's another Dragon Ball Z complete set out there, I know. Um, this is just specifically a 30th anniversary set. You know, 37 discs, art book, statue, uh, certificate of authenticity, uh, all housed in a really, you know, awesome box. Um, 350 bucks. I just, I mean, I'd love to if I had that kind of, like, expendable cash, but I just do not. So, anyway... Uh, we are going to get into my uh, new sheet here, which I don't got much left, and then I got the big pieces at the end. My Hero Academia Monopoly set. I don't know why I needed to say that, just because of Monopoly sets. There are people out there who collect Monopoly sets. You know, when you get one with, like, an anime thing like this, like, I think there was a Street Fighter one, too. You can barely find them anymore, so I just thought I would say that, just in case anyone would, uh, want to hear about that. There was a live-action teaser trailer for a, a live-action Kaguya-sama movie so for those of you like kaguya-sama and are into like all of the fucking japanese movie people producing all these anime live action adaptations like like they're changing their underwear fucking god i think it's kind of dumb i kind of honestly hate it it's like every fucking every time a new anime comes out and it's semi-successful this is like some filmmakers like hey let's do a live action movie you know, like, as soon as Your Lie in April came out, like, a month later, it was there was already a announcement for a live-action movie. It's fucking dumb. It's, like, every, t- every time. And, like, every successful anime that's, like, easy to film, like a romance one, they'll just fucking do it. It's fucking stupid. Okay. Here we go. I got these. These are the semi-big pieces. And then we'll get into the big pieces. Okay. Uh, speaking of Avengers Endgame, okay. The <laughs> two things, okay. Two things I want to say. Uh, there's going to be a marathon by AMC Theaters. They're going to be showing all 22 Marvel movies in a 59-hour marathon. Uh, <laughs> no way, dude. I, I would never be able to do it. Starting on April 23rd, AMC will show all 22 MCU movies in a massive Marvel movie marathon. I think they're doing it in release order, so not like chronological order, but in release order. Um, if you go to AMC's website or the Alamo Drafthouse website, you can find out which theaters are doing it and uh, have fun with that. You know, <laughs> I honestly, I would love to do that, but God, I don't know. Marathons sound fun, right? Like on paper, they sound fun. Like the, you plan it with your friends like, hey, come over and we'll watch all the Lord of the Rings movies or hey, come over and we'll watch all episodes of uh, Evangelion or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and it sounds fun. And then you, you finally do it. You get to, like, the second movie or the first six or seven episodes of whatever show you're marathoning, and you're just like, okay, let's let's go out and get something to eat. Like, let's go out. Let's go outside the house and do something, you know? Like, it's it's fun crazy. Um, so it sounds fun. I mean, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. But anyway, uh, Avengers Endgame tickets were being sold on eBay for 500 bucks. Um it was buy it was buy it now for fifty bucks, but bidding started at five hundred or something like that. Or no, bidding started at fifty or buy it now for five hundred. And the the specific tickets I'm talking about 
are are for a movie theater that's a famous movie theater in New York where Captain America or Captain Steve Rogers, you know, grew up or lived. So that's why this guy was selling them. I do not know. I tried to watch it to see if anybody would buy it or anything. Um, let me hold on. Let me click on it. Let me see. Oh, no, it's gone. I don't know if it looks like it got taken down. Yeah, I don't know. That's really weird. But anyway, I, it was hilarious. I thought that was funny. Speaking of Endgame, it was confirmed that Endgame would be Stanley's last cameo. Obviously, there are no, like there's a Phase Four, you know, a cinematic Phase Four happening with Galaxy Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Three, Spider Man Far From Home, and all of that noise. He is not cameo doing a cameo in any of those. Endgame was his last cameo, apparently. So that's going to be super sad. Also, um, you know, there was a petition going around to have Deadpool cameo in his place in, in like, the rest of them, which they can do now because D- Disney bought Fox. So, you know, it's an idea. If that petition's still going around, I should sign it. All right, here's a semi-big piece. Live-action Akira is going to start shooting in California. The California Film Commission announced... million tax credit for the production. $18.5 million in tax credit for the production. I don't know much more anything than that. All I know is that since I was a kid, they have optioned this movie millions of times with Leo DiCaprio's name stuck to it, not in terms of, like, being in the movie, but in terms of, like, producing, possibly directing, possibly writing some of the screenplay, things like that. Um, kind of, you know, the creation side of it. His name was always attached to it since I was, like, probably in high school when, when rumors first started going around. You know, the script had been sitting on a shelf, or the, not, maybe not the script, but, like, the idea, like, the, the outline or the, tr- the treatment, the movie treatment for it had been sitting on a shelf for I don't even know how long, since, like, 2006 or seven, probably even before that. At a Warner Brothers studio. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is now going to be producing it at Warner Brothers, and they're going to shoot it in California. They thought it'd be best to shoot it in California due to all of the production sets they can make. I assume that most of it's going to be in fucking CG, you know, like the faraway buildings and stuff. I mean, I I could do an opinion piece on this, but I'm not going to because I want to wait for more information to come out. I'll tell you right now, though, the way I feel about it right now is that there's just some things you don't touch. Um, Which brings me to my next thing, the live-action Cowboy Bebop. Shout-out to a Raging Aztec for posting this in the news a couple days ago. or I think it was yesterday yesterday or a couple days ago. They announced the cast for the live-action Cowboy Bebop. It's going to have John Cho as Spike Spiegel. Yeah, John Cho, the guy from Harold and Kumar. Harold from Harold and Kumar, but also from Star Trek. Okay, he was cool in Star. He was Sulu in Star Trek. John Cho as Spike Spiegel, Mustafa Shakir as Jet, Daniela Pineda as Faye Valentine, and Alex Hassel as Vicious. They have not announced Radical Edward or anyone else. The Netflix show, Netflix produced show, um, was announced last November. And uh, who knows? I don't know. I 
again, I'm going to wait for more information to come out before I do a huge opinion piece on this. Obviously, we're going to watch it and talk about it on the main podcast as well. So I don't want to talk about it too much, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, there you go. There's the cast for the actually not all of them because Edward is not casted, but for Vicious and the three other members of the Bebop. Here's the, the other big piece I have. This was super interesting. I just kind of want to talk about it real quick because there's people on our Discord and, and now me especially because I, I want to try and buy more merch. <clears throat> this was super interesting. This article came out last week sometime. And the headline is how international scalpers are changing the Japanese toy production market. Okay. So the thing is, there was a bunch of stuff that happened in 2003, 2007, and again in 2008. Um, it's very rare that they reproduce figures, okay? Once they produce it one time, they produce, you know, 50,000 units and that's it, or 10,000 units and that's it, or even just like 5,000 units and that's it, okay? Fast forward, okay, to February 2019. The, this metal unit one is finally going to come out, Okay. It's been the biggest thing since the years I mentioned previous. 2000, the Soul of Chogokin in 2003, Soul of Chogokin Special Version in 2007, and 2008. So, see, I had to correct that information. But anyway, fast forward to 2019, February. Japanese fans arrived in huge lines in, a, in, in every store in Akihabara Toy District. But alongside the everyday fan and toy collector were overseas buyers who were ready to pounce Colleagues visiting Japan and business reported that there were up to 20 people buying up the Evangelion figure at whatever the unit limits were at each store. This left many fans understandably upset. Not only did limited numbers swooped up by overseas scalpers prevent them from obtaining their toy, but the toys then appeared for sale online in just a few hours at more than double the price. If you look at the picture of this fucking thing, it's fucking amazing. Uh, it's... I believe it's somewhat similar to a a, a version of Unit 1 that was in one of the video games um, with all this extra black armor around it. Um, Again, it's called the Metal Build Evangelion uh, Unit 1. Bandai responded with the help of original Evangelion designer Ikuto Yamashita, heard the complaints and took action. It's the first noted time that the company has done so ever with such a public outcry. They went to reissuing the toy to meet demand. Now, just one month later, unit numbers have increased. For a country that is typically one and done, this reissue is just one month later, is a big deal. Like I said earlier, it, normally they just produce uh, this many, you know, X amount, 500, 5,000, 10,000, and that's it. Once they're gone, they're gone. But with the Neon Genesis Evangelion Ava 1 test type Bandai Metal build action figure, additional product is arriving on the shelf just one month later. To reiterate, this is not how Bandai typically <laughs> conducts business in Japan. It's, it, it has also brought attention to the issues of modern commerce in Japan and how to combat the flippers. It's, it's really weird. Currently, it's sold out. You can pre-order the second release if you want to. Um, and obviously, you know, me and everyone else in, in our Discord are not going to Japan and lining up at the stove. You know, I'm sure we just pre-ordered online just like, the rest you know everyone else does but that that's it's almost kind of sad to hear that's it's almost kind of sad to hear that that people are, are 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 taking it away from actual fans just to make a buck not that that's not smart okay i get the angle okay i i, I understand it's a a dwight from the office you know christmas situation where he buys up 
all of one popular toy and doubles the price. I, I, I get that. It's smart. You're trying to make money. That's fine. At the same time, there's got to be some kind of like, and, I, and I'm not just saying this about anime toys, you guys, okay? there's I'm saying this about anything. Um, any any kind of special edition something or other. I said the same thing when the, the Nintendo Mini and Super Nintendo Mini came out. Not on the newscast, but just in general. I had said, man, I bet you there's going to be millions of people buying three at a time, four at a time. They're going to keep one and sell the other three at uh, a 50% markup. You know? And they did. You could go on... they they Because they, Nintendo only made for the Nintendo... The Nintendo Mini, not the Super because the Super Nintendo one, I believe they made a bunch. But for the original Nintendo Mini, they only made so many for the first run. And they had planned to make more, but not for a bit. So that first run, people didn't get to get them at retail price or at the, you know, at the market price. People were buying them at double the price on eBay or online or on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist. And it was, it's kind that's kind of shitty. That's kind of crappy, and it, it came out around the holidays, you know, and it was just it it was a bunch of cockadookie. And I I feel that that's kind of shitty. I understand the idea of maybe buying maybe two. You keep one, you sell one to a homie for a markup, maybe I don't know. But the, according to this article, people were lining up in Akihabara Toy District and buying as much as the store limit was per person. So like, if a store had a limit of three only, they would buy three maybe keep one and sell the other two or, or sell all three at double the market price. And that just sucks because that means that two other, two other um, fans, actual fans of Evangelion didn't get their toy at the market price. That just sucks. Just thinking about that to me and me in my personal opinion, I think that sucks. And I know some of you guys are probably going to be like, Oh, well, that's what happens. You know, shit happens. But at the same time, it's kind of like, no, think about it for a minute. Okay, you're purposely being an asshole. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if I went and the toy limit was four, and I bought four and I kept one, and I sold the other three at double the market price just on just online on eBay, where anyone can buy, anyone in the world can go on eBay and buy, that means three people who were lined up behind me won't get one. Like, that sucks. They won't get one at market price. Because by the time maybe you know, 20 people behind me in line, by the time they get up to the store, they don't get one. And then by the time they search for other places in the in the toy district or Nakihabara, they can't get one because everyone was already in line at the other places. It just sucks. I don't know. Just think about it for a minute, okay? We're over here. We're doing the right thing. We're sitting at our computers at home and ordering, you know, one figure for us, for us, or as a gift, whoever. And then you got these assholes lining up at the store. And then doing that shit. I don't know. It just seems lame. If you did that, you're lame. I'm calling you out. If you, I don't know if, I don't, I doubt anybody who listens to my podcast is somebody who did that. But if you are, dude, you're lame. You're fucking lame, bro. Like, coming from, like, coming from your girl straight up, here's the fucking tea. You're fucking lame. You're super lame. Just telling you right now. Get the fuck out of my face. So anyway, think about that for a minute, okay? Think about that and holla at your girl. I am Sam the Bomb with the anime summit podcast i hope you guys enjoyed this but i love your guys' support and you guys are amazing you guys are awesome for that thank you i know a lot of people love these newscasts plus it's just another excuse for me to get in front of here and just talk to you guys you know sam sam to you guys sam to you guys straight up and just hang out plus you just get an extra podcast in the in the, the week you know who, who doesn't love two things in one week like you know 
More content, more content. I love it. So thank you so much. Let me know what you think of that, though. I want to know. I-, I would love to hear your opinion. That being said, er, it's been April 5th, 